Let's hear the word of God as Paul wrote to Romans in chapter 10 and verses 5 to 13. Moses described in this way the righteousness that is by the law. The man who does these things will live by them. But the righteousness that is by faith says, Do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is, to bring Christ down, or who will descend into the deep, that is, to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith we are proclaiming. That if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. As scripture says, anyone who trusts in him will never be put to shame. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So it's a great joy to be able to bring a message this morning as we celebrate with Bill and with Mandy as they are baptised as believers through full immersion. They are responding in faith to God's love for them, shown through the Lord Jesus Christ. They have encountered Jesus for themselves, and they are responding to his command to be baptised. And we as church are responding to God's command to baptise those who come to that saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. See, our desire as church is to introduce people to Jesus. This is because he is God's ultimate expression of love to a needy and broken world. See, Jesus is the solution to our greatest problem, that of alienation from our Father God. We want people to encounter him for themselves and to welcome him as Saviour, and allow him to be Lord in their lives. And so we take Jesus' commands seriously, his commands to, be, uh, to believe and to be baptised. Jesus himself was baptised. He taught his disciples to baptise and commanded his disciples to continue to baptise once he had left them. So we practise believers' baptism. Uh, the baptism of those who have come to believe, those who have come to faith for themselves and can answer on their own behalf. Allow me to share with you something of the richness of the picture of baptism in Scripture. Believers' baptism is an outward sign of something that has already happened within 
say that again. Believer's baptism is an outward sign of something that has already happened within. So what does believer's baptism signify? What is it a picture of? And you'll see this in a moment. Well, it's several things. Firstly, it is a sign of being united with Jesus Christ in his death and in his life. So when we're baptised physically as believers, we're showing that we have, by faith, been baptised spiritually into the death of Christ and into the resurrection life of Christ. This is visibly portrayed for us in those waters of baptism. As the person goes down into the waters, and hopefully up <laughs> out of them again, it is like going down into a grave and coming back up out of it. Here is a picture of dying and raising to life. A reminder that we are to count ourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. You see, God raised his son, Jesus, from the dead so we too can live a new life in him. The old life has gone and the new life it has come and is beginning. Those who are in Christ are new creations. Uh, a bit like caterpillars turning into butterflies. We are metamorphosed. We are changed beyond recognition in that way. So believers' baptism, we could say, is a bit like having a funeral. If we are tempted by the devil to go back to our old way of life, we can tell him that our old self is in the grave. It is dead and it is buried because we are now living a new life by faith in the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. So we can now make those good new choices with the empowering of God. We can come out from under that temptation because we have a way out through obedience to Christ by His Spirit. Secondly, believers' baptism is like a picture of having a big bath. You brought your towel. Have you brought your soap? It's like having a picture of a big bath, of being washed clean. But in this case, washed clean from sin. You know, we've all done wrong things. And we've all failed to do the right things we should have done. But we can know that all the wrong things we've ever thought, said and done, and all the, the right things that we've failed to do, are completely washed away in Christ. We could say they've gone down the plug hole. You know, I remember making the mistake... Uh, once in my old church of removing the plug uh, after I baptised the people but uh, the, the trouble was it made a very loud noise <laughs> as uh, it emptied out and so as I began to preach uh, no one was listening <laughs> so they could all hear this gurgling as 
as the, uh, the water disappeared, so I stopped and waited for it. But, a great reminder, for those who have come to Christ, whenever you have a wash or a bath or a shower, and the water is going down the drain, remember that God has removed all the dirt and dregs of sin in Christ. You are forgiven completely and comprehensively. There is now no more need to fear judgment upon that sinfulness because the judgment has been placed upon Jesus on the cross. He has paid the price for all of your sin. That sin has been nailed to that cross and taken down into the grave, flushed down the drains. See, Bill and Mandy have placed their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ as their Saviour. They are forgiven of all their wrongdoing and all their lack of right doing. That bath of baptism is a visual reminder of this cleansing and wholeness they have been graciously granted. It's not earned, it's not deserved, but it is freely given through the cross of Christ. They are now able to live that new life filled with the Spirit in obedience to Him, discovering that joy of walking in God's good and right ways. And thirdly, Believer's baptism is a reminder of God's Holy Spirit now living and flowing within, poured out upon the follower of Jesus. As we enter into that water and are immersed into the water, we seek to be immersed in the, the love and life of God through His Spirit. This new life is for the Christian lived by faith in the Son and empowered by the Spirit as we give glory to the Father. Baptism is a word which means to dip or to submerge or to soak or immerse totally. It, it was often used in describing something when it was dyed a different colour. Uh, by plunging it. Hopefully you won't come up. Uh, I don't think we'll put any dye in this week. So, But each of us can know that love and life of God flowing through us if we place our faith in Christ. We are changed. We are made holy. We are set apart now for God's good and great use. Your life is now no longer your own. So today, those who are being baptised are outwardly showing what has already happened inwardly. They've trusted in the scriptures which make clear that if you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Their public testimony through their words, their actions, they are declaring that Jesus is the Saviour and Lord of their lives. They place their faith in Him. They can know the love 
and presence of God with them every day of their lives. Through their ups and their downs, through the easy times and the rough times, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. So today I want to also take the opportunity to challenge all who are here to consider carefully where you are with God. Have you welcomed Jesus Christ as your Saviour? There is no other Saviour offered to us. Are you living the life with Jesus as Lord? Is he the one who calls the shots? Or are we still living as though we are in charge? Let's be those who let go of our own self-rule, as though we are king or queen over our own lives. Allow him to take up his rightful rule and reign in our lives. If we welcome Jesus as Saviour and allow him to be Lord, we will be blessed. The Bible promises that Jesus is the Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him and that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So if you've not yet given your life to Jesus and yet you hear his voice today, then don't delay. Respond to him. Ask him to take away all your sin and come and enter into your life into your heart, be born again by God's Spirit to live a new life of joy and peace and love centred upon pleasing and following God. See, this Jesus is not just for some, he's for everyone. He's for you. He's for all those who are near and those who feel far away. In fact, he's not far from you at all. He loves you and he wants you to be with him for all eternity. So we turn to him, turn around to him, stop trying to run away from the God who loves you. Respond to him. Don't refuse that free offer of life through Jesus. Live by faith, not by sight. Believe and be baptised. If you want to respond in that way or some way today to Jesus, then please, after this time, talk to myself or Tim, member of the prayer team, or to a deacon, and we'll be able to kind of hear something of your story, something of what you sense God's saying to you, and be able to share again that good news with you.